It's May 3rd, 2017, and mm, hmm. I always, I, I don't, I've never actually thought about it. We start, I used to, I used to have them ready beforehand, <laughs> ahead of time. That's how Instead I used to do Instead of just doing it live? Right. Uh, I'm Colin Detmar. Hi. And I'm Nick Cease. And this is <laughs> okay, Bottle that's, Crow. That's, okay, now we actually... Mm, we're the, the Open up a cold one if you're of age, or if you're not of age. Crack an egg. A cold egg if you're from the U.S., where you have to refrigerate eggs. And no, this folks, is Bottle let's talk about. Let's talk about some podcasting magic, right? Now, podcasting is a very... Uh, it's a very hard medium to understand not not to do like fuck this is fucking pathetically easy we're garbage we're yeah. trash this is easy it's hard to know what's good because the rules are not concrete right like you want things to sound good right that's like oh of course you want things to sound good except for what is it sometimes mean? if they're really stupid that's also appealing so it's really hard to know when you need to be like okay we need to start over because that's garbage. Because it's like, but wait, is that the kind of garbage that people want? I don't know. Exactly, Colin. Uh, that's what I bring. The kind of garbage people <laughs> mostly uh, they don't want. How has, how has Dota been treating you? Did you just do that? <laughs> fucking. Uh, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Colin. I'm just enjoy- over here enjoying my Google beverage callback. Uh, and this is Bottle Nick. Crow, a Dota 2 podcast. I'm Nick Seas. How has, how has Dota been treating you? How has Dota been treating you, Colin? Dota hasn't been treating me, Nick. No? I've had a house guest. Uh, I haven't been able to play any Dota. I would say aw, but I also did say aw, but at the same time, hey, guests. I know we just said that garbage can be good, but you're walking a fine line, buddy boy. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I just wanted to have us talk about Dota sometimes, because we've been talking <laughs> a lot about our Dota. Fuck. Dota is not just esports, despite oh. how, what, you know, what we've been talking about. Okay, okay, for a second, I thought this was about to be like the greatest call out of my <laughs> life. <laughs> No, the, the past few episodes we've been talking. I mean, there's been a lot going on. There's always a lot going on, and like mm-hmm. you know, the pro scene, the esports scene. But at the same time, in the end, Dota's a video game. So like, mm-hmm. hey, reminder: we're not pros, and I don't even follow the pro scene that much. We actually just play video games and like it. So yeah, I've been playing yeah. Dota. Um, I think more recently I've started solo queuing a little bit more. Mm. How has that been treated? Not, not great. I mean, not great. Over fifty percent win rate, I guess. I'm still slowly climbing, but uh, not your, not your favorite. Then it's okay. In the end, it's just way more fun to play with, you know, stacks of people, you know. Yeah, yeah. We should, we should get back to doing some more of that now that I'm not fucking entertaining a house guest for a million years. Uh, um. Yeah, I don't know. I managed to watch some to watch some Dota, which was fun. I got to finally watch the the grand finals of of the Kiev Major, mm. and uh, uh, it broke my heart because I, I like I saw it was a good game. Like, but like I mean, I just watched Game Five like an hour ago. Is is probably when we finished up. Um, 
and that was a great game and it was also just such a bummer because VP yeah. gave it away um, and it's not like I can point out individual faults of players on VP things that mistakes that were made in specific fights but the only person I actually think choked is Pasha really he dueled trolls so many times don't dual troll don't do it and it was they had i think we're talking are we talking about game five it's we're talking about game five yeah. we're talking about uh they were Pasha trying to control commander. whoever troll that would be what's his face anna yeah anna. was it anna? i thought yeah i thought it was kidding. yeah nope. it was anna i mean i, I okay. just watched yeah. it so. yeah i figured it's been a bit <laughs> for me i watched that live they tried to like control anna by dueling him but there was you know so much else around he was never alone it never worked, never. really. <laughs> this is one of those things, right? If you're up against... There there are certain heroes, I would say. An Oracle, I would say. A Dazzle, I would say. A Winter Wyvern. Always duel them. Because yeah. you don't want them... Because if you don't, they are always going to get the save out. And you will never win the duel. And it's not always about winning the duel. Sometimes it's just about the control. Yeah. But if they're not worried about losing the person... If they're like, no, we got Shallow Grave, it's fine then they don't spend their energy saving the person you're dueling. They spend the energy murdering the Legion. And that's a big problem. And Pasha just dual troll every time. And, you know, sometimes, like, I listen, I have a lot of games on Legion Commander relative to the number of games I have overall. I don't know if I've ever witnessed you play Legion Commander. I don't play carries with you. You know that. Oh, yeah. Um, but, But, yeah, like, Legion Commander was one of the first two heroes I really clicked with. Um, I played a lot of Legion. Um, and that's why, that's one of the special reasons that Jungle Legion kills me. Um, but no, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Legion Commander and I understand that sometimes you have to go for the initiation you can get, right? Like sometimes it's like, well, the troll's the only person we can see. We got to go. But a lot of these situations, troll is like standing off to the side and she like ignores Mm -hmm. the dazzle and blinks at troll. And it's just really frustrating because... (laughs) Those guys were playing their fucking asses off. Yeah, I mean, it, it was looks, phenomenal. It looks great for them. It started out two no one, one in the series. Yeah. No one started to started to kind of choke near the end because because things were going bad. But until the very end, he was playing unbelievably. Yeah, and yeah, his solo was doing some fantastic work on his warlock Lil on that enchantress. Ah, oh, it did my heart good to see <laughs> game it. five. I I didn't want to spoil it. I, I messaged Colin while I was watching Game 5 Live, like, Colin, Colin, do you care about spoilers? Can I tell you what happened? I was so excited. I had to share it with you. Oh, I love Enchantress so much. I love that hero. Yeah. And he he did they it got, out, and yeah, he also he, he also showed the problem, though, right? Like, yeah. Enchantress did fall off. Yeah. Um, well, uh, not, I don't like, know. Not super hard, but, like, like the, there the was only so much Enchantress. The effect she has changes. It's not like the ridiculous that's a, that's a stomp put it. invade, but she does yeah. get ridiculous damage. Like, holy crap, the end oh, of the yeah. game when their oh, racks yeah. were being taken, she, like, killed two people. They bought yeah, back she immediately. Like, she like a truck. And, like, ended the, thing the game. Is, but... the, and, and one of the things, I don't, I don't know how... Lil probably plays more Enchantress than I do, because he probably plays more of literally every hero than I play of any hero. Yes. Um, but one thing is I've discovered in my games that late game... It's it's not unheard of for me to need to pick up like a maelstrom on Enchantress because mm-hmm. she just like in the early game you've got those creeps and it's like oh man I've got great push 
and then those creeps fall off hard, and you have no push. Yeah, it's the and that's effect. a problem. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. Like you, you spec into like you spec into like the Monkey King bar, and I understand why you need to take down that troll, but like that, I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 a hard problem to solve. I think I'm remembering it now. There was an elk the last game too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and did it like did alarm bells go off in your head when whoever was on elk sold his solar crest? Yeah, there was some like the casters commented on it later, like 15 minutes later. But I went and I saw oh man, Ramses. Yeah, it was Ramses on yeah. Alchemist, and he was amazing. There were like the casters were talking about how he was this ridiculous tank who they could not kill, which you know elk is normally anyways. But he got a solar mm-hmm. crest and with this really weird build. That worked out really great, and he was tanky, and had they couldn't deal with him. It was like the TI-5 Miracle yeah. Alchemist build. Yeah. No Radiance, um, right? No Armlet? No Radiance, yeah. yeah. Uh, no. He, went, he had an Armlet, okay. but no Radiance. Um, but he got the Solar Crest, and then at one point he was at the side shop, and he got, I want to say an MKB? Some sort of damage item. I think it was MKB. Mm-hmm. And he sold the Solar Crest. When nobody on the enemy team had any sort of evasion counter, and like, as soon as I like I saw that because Squiff or Pwiff or whoever was spectating and like hovered over it and like moused over it a bunch, like mm-hmm. oh boy, alarm bells went off in my head. Like I think I think they just threw, and then the commentators well, the thing, say that same thing fifteen minutes later. It's like oh god, and the other thing is that like the way they've been playing that game is that Ramses was. Ramses was their troll, right? Ramses was mm-hmm. the guy who, like, oh no, an alchemist is out of position. Oh wait, no, he's not. He's the bait. You took oh, it. Wait, you're, you're out of position. Yeah, that happens so many times in that game. And like, yeah. I, I was watching with host Emeritus Emily, and she got feisty as she does, and she started to she started yelling because she would she like they fly fly pinged him again. They're gonna go on him again, and they're all gonna die. And it did. That's exactly what happened. They kept they yeah. kept going for it. Something something meaner words. Oh, that stupid darn alchemist hero. So balanced. What a piece of good work. Is what I imagine. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, she was rooting for VP because she still feels betrayed by Fly mm. firing Moon, but um. I don't know. I don't, I, maybe they were going for some sort of like tempo change so that they didn't start countering that strat they were going with like a super tanky elk. But like Solar Crest is twenty five percent evasion. That is literally twenty five percent more effective. Solar HP. Crest is one of the one of the best items Ooh. for its money the in armor. the game. Yeah, it's, it just keeps it's getting an buffed. Amazing <laughs> item. It's so good. And their strat it's, was just so good. It wasn't like it was unique because they picked an Enchantress. They had this weird tank tankamist. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, couldn't, yeah wanna, I, couldn't push through. But yeah, that was out. a great game. <laughs> it was. Watching that live was. was awesome. And it's, I was talking to Emily and I was uh, during the game, and I was like, my problem with VP, uh, I feel like VP has sort of for a long time been like the, the gatekeepers of like being a serious team, right? Like if you want to be a top tier team, beat VP and then we'll talk, right? Hmm. Uh, because VP is always kind of on the threshold. Yeah. And I I think the I feel like the reason for that is is when things get when they get on the back foot, like they're really good players and they're a really solid team. They work well together. But when they get on the back foot, it feels like to me that they go, Okay, 
let's shore up our defenses and let's wait for them to make a mistake. That's always what they say is let's wait for them to make a mistake. And if you're up against a top tier team, like, okay, sometimes they will. A lot of the time they're not going to make the mistake and you're going to lose. They choose the slow death. Yeah. And the thing that makes you great is when you're in those situations and you say, okay, what unexpected play can we make to get ourselves out of the situation? And I just don't see VP do that. Yeah. Or, you know, that that decision also has to be smart. Like, it has to work. Of course. The calculus of course. has, to, has to put it in your favor. I do not want to make it sound like it is an easy thing. Oh, yeah. Not in the slightest. Yeah. But VP often seems scared to try. Yeah. Now, I remember uh, the caster or something talking about, like, when PPD and fear run on EG and, like, fear would help, like, temper PPD's calls for late game and stuff like that. And it's one of the things mm-hmm. that made that era EG great and stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, you have to like completely change your thinking late game. It is definitely a different kind of captaining or decision making. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah. Oh, they came so close, and you know, <laughs> it's. I mean, congrats to OG, of course. Like, goddamn, also, those guys yeah, have worked well, hard for it. Jeez, what a bunch of like we literally last episode. Well, it's not so long. Last episode, I think I say. Like, we haven't really had a dominant team in Dota ever. <laughs> and, and we, I, really, and I we like, kind of haven't. And, and, and I, was, I was like, I mean, kind of OG. And, I was, and we were both like, eh, eh, but not really. And then they come through and get their fourth major. I mean, it's just that it's more like periodic, right? Nobody's ever stomping. Sure. It wasn't like they went 3-0 in this series, mm-hmm. which has never happened apparently in a Valve tournament, which is cool and great. <laughs> Always. Wait, what do you mean? It, what's never happened? In the grand finals, best of fives, there's oh. never been a sweep. Mm. I think it was yeah, Wickram is... or whatever his face is tweeted that during the, the major. But yeah, was there I mean, not one? Was there not one with TI four with Vici and a newbie? Nope, three one, three newbie, three one. That's right, one that's Vici. right. They had one game where their grand experiment worked, and the other three games where it didn't work in the next ten in the first ten minutes, and they said oh. we quit and went home. Oh. I like like Vici is the is the Chinese team that I like because they're like just as you know their their team style is like experimental and dangerous and risky in a way that I find really fun. Mm-hmm. But it's also really hard to cheer for them after that fucking TI Grand Final where they were such cowards. Yeah, I mean pressure. <laughs> sure, pressure sure. does things I'm, to people. You know, yeah. I'm not saying I wouldn't necessarily do the same thing, but hey. But, yeah. Hey. No one even pays me to do this podcast. <laughs> they definitely wouldn't pay me to play Dota. They're in the hot seat. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So. so first position or first place OG, second VP, and then and third and fourth were IG and EG. Yeah. This is the final of Kiev. So yeah, it was it was a great final. It was really uh exciting and, and fun to watch. Um yeah. and yeah, I don't know. I feel like it it's it's I didn't leave that major thinking like, oh, this one hero or this one draft is really awful and they need to to fix it before TI, right? I was trying to think of what the meta was like during Kiev did like talk about, but I couldn't find one. <laughs> like, as there always is, there is meta in like series or like a team has a certain play style, but I could mm-hmm. not, besides like Magnus, basically, I could not yeah. find a meta, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, you know. I'm sure I'm missing heroes, 
99 heroes picked i mean yeah in that tournament it was it was a pretty good spread yeah for a single um, i do think you're right and that maybe enchantress or not not enchantress not enchantress, <laughs> please, enchantress. Not enchantress. uh magnus maybe needs a little bit of uh a little bit of a yeah depreciation um we'll, we'll have but, to see what ice frog thinks but yeah since it is the end of a major you know what that means colin shuffle time it's the end of major shuffle Woo! after major shuffle whatever yeah so it's coming up pretty quick the drop period is 16th uh, of may to you know this month and then gotta add everyone by the 24th mm-hmm. otherwise you don't get invited and you have to go through qualifiers and boohoo and stuff like that and but, man somebody dropped everybody really oh yeah <laughs> i know what you mean yeah, Team Random, aka Wings Gaming. Uh, According to Jack the, Chen, and there's been no, you know, there's them. been some, there's been no, like this is this is pretty pretty certain. Yeah. Um, four of them are quitting Dota. <laughs> At least, which is <laughs> if not all, of which them. is they've disbanded, and it seems certain according to to Jack that. Oh shit. Done. We need to double back. Do we? SG Esports. Mm-hmm. The Brazilian team. Who did really well. Did they get to the semifinals? Yeah, they got to the sem- They fought their way through qualifiers to get there. Oh, yeah. South American qualifiers to to go and face up against the like undefeated in group stages or whatever. Not, I don't think they're actually undefeated, but like dominating group stages, yeah. team secret, and just smoked them. And it was... It was beautiful to watch. Um, you know, I, I said before, I'll say it again. Fucking South America's coming for you, motherfuckers. You better watch yeah. out. And in a, in a good way. In a good way. This isn't... This isn't a, <laughs> oof, oh, boy. I, actually, I, I see how this could be some kind of weird, hmm. scaring thing. And I'm not trying to... I'm, I'm, hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I, for one. <laughs> uh, hmm. Let's move on. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. No. no. No more wings. The the TI curse is back. Lower your wings, as as their slogan went. It was it was raise your wings. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> no, it was hover your wings. That's right. Hover it was your, bad. What? That, that's even it was worse. Bad. That's bad. <laughs> Yours is better. I was going to say I'm not going to hire you to make my team motto, but I guess I am. This hover this is not a contract. Wings. We'll have to negotiate oh, later. Christ. A very official statement from EG uh, in that Crit said it at like the very end of one of his streams says that there's no changes for EG, which is great in my opinion. I like mm-hmm. the current squad. It's enjoyable yeah. to see yeah. awesome people stick together and hopefully they can continue to get better. And hopefully RTC can continue to lose. <laughs> I'm I'm on board for that. You're on the RTC losing train. Yeah, yeah. I want them. I want him in the conversation. I want him always to be like just off the stage, staring at the person <laughs> holding the trophy and looking like he's about to cry. That's perfect for that man. It feels bad. <laughs> uh, other than that, we don't really have any uh, any shuffle news right now, unless uh, like secret disbanded thirty minutes before the podcast and we didn't check. So I mean, you know, I think anything I think can technically, happen. I think technically the the Navi news with Soneko counts under that. That's true. Uh, uh, Bears disbanded. Uh, D- uh, Chuan yeah. is uh, in, go, is joining Vici. Bears is a is a uh, 
Actually, I have some, I have something team. on bears later. Yeah. Mm. Do I? No. <laughs> it was related <laughs> okay. to something I, when I was doing research for something we'll talk about in a bit. I mean, there's there's a bunch of there's a bunch of news about. I mean, I I, I apologize, but fairly minor teams. Yeah. Um. Oh, wait, I forgot. That's not true. Hmm. NP Team NP's official Twitter account tweeted. Five out of five. What? They, 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 what? They, they don't. They don't. We don't know what, but they have their roster. What? But a turtle envy is the coach for. Oh come on! We did this two episodes ago. Well, who's he the coach for now? Uh, I know mm, this. Yeah, we do. Uh, Thunderbirds. I, I was no. gonna guess that. Secret? No. No, it is. I think it's secret. How? No, is it? Po- I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we can't remember what happened yesterday. Okay, Stalk, guys. Stalk um, he served as coach for Thunderbirds for the Kiev Major. Okay. Oh, just for the Major? I, okay, but it maybe was it, Maybe it'll be continuing. Well, all, all I know is they tweeted you know, five, like, numeral five slash numeral five, <laughs> period. That is yeah. the tweet. Uh, they have They have a lineup. It's... I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see. I Maybe am looking at the replies, and their theories in these Twitter replies are pretty incredible. Pretty garbage. Incredible. Oh, yeah, they're trashed. They're trashed. People are... NP.SurrectionsFlax.Purge.Dota2Reddit. Uh, Perfect. NP Burning. NP PyCat. NP Cindering. <laughs> NP Mid1. NP Bone7. NP Fata. Yeah, no, just, you know... Uh, we have we have no information. I would yeah, pure garbage. Really love like okay. Here's an observation, right? They have Aoi two thousand. Mm-hmm. I think there are decent odds that this will be Eternal Envy again, right? I gu- I guess sure. <laughs> Do you want me to name two players who don't have jobs right now? Yes. Bone Seven. Sing Sing. Sing Sing. Reunite the squad. Reunite the squad. <laughs> What's He's so good. What squad would that be? The old Cloud Nine. Okay, yeah, Cloud Nine. That's what I thought. It's been so long. I can't remember. Now you're making me doubt myself. I'm gonna have to check. No, I think it um, is. I think you're right. I mean, you know, there's, they've they've. Oh, God, it's it's. It's been really a bummer this period. Like, occasionally, I I know that that Dota has been dark, right? There's been a dark shadow over Dota, and I don't know what it is because I can't remember. And then I'm like, "Oh right, Bone Seven is not a team anymore. <laughs> I don't get to see him lose duels to Illusions anymore. <laughs> I don't get to see that Magic Man. Magic Man. Magic Man. Yeah, it was the it was the International 2014 uh, Cloud Nine squad. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of Eternal Envy, Sing Sing, Bone Seven, Aoi 2000, Pylai Die. They're not getting Pylai Die, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I so wait. Just just double checking, like uh-huh. the ice situation. There is a sing, a sing, sing, and a sing, sing, sing. Right. Just like there's an ice, an ice, ice, and a nice ice, ice. I'm pretty sure sing, sing, sing is a a, a person you made up for a joke <laughs> in one of our ice fraud episodes. Oh no, actually. sing, sing. Wait. Sing, sing, sing. There might be a sing. I did use I'm not, a sing, I'm not aware sing, of. Sing. 
Maybe it's a sing sing sing. <laughs> <laughs> what am I saying? I've lost. I think I think sing, 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 you're just Dota out of your mind right now. Very little comes up. There's a sing and a sing sing. Maybe I did say sing sing sing. We'll have to review you the. You definitely did. I'm positive. Like this isn't. I, there is okay. no doubt in my mind. I know you said sing sing sing. And... Okay, perfect. You mean uh, surge? Sure. Okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Shall we move on right. from major talk? Well, anything? Any closing thoughts? Final. Judgments? I guess. I guess. I think we're not gonna see too much of a shakeup. Besides what we've already talked about. I mean, what we've already talked about is not that much of a shakeup. I mean, we're wings not, not like, being there is kind of big. Yeah, they didn't that's do true. Great, this major, I suppose. I don't think it's. I don't. Th- I don't think it has to do with that. I think. I mean, like you know, we we talked about wings. Mm-hmm. Like my original theory about wings, the breaking off from the organization because of money, or no, that was Thunderbirds. I was thinking yeah. of. Excuse me. Um, but like wings breaking up because of the whole like League of Legends team shit that fell apart, um, and then they became Team Random, and that they're quitting Dota. I mean, one maybe they won't have stayed quitting Dota because Sing Sing has quit Dota many That's times. Um, but I like, think it all stems from we don't really know what went on with them leaving the organization. I saw some speculation that it had to do with like them getting blacklisted for Chinese tournaments because of how they specifically left. So it's possible. I don't know. I wish I knew Chinese so I could start reading press releases and stuff. But. What I wonder is if there's something like if they went and formed their own team and it was like, oh, wait, like doing all the like ha- not having people to handle like airplane But why would they quit Dota, and, though? Because, I mean, because they were too stressed out. Like you stressed out, you make bad decisions. If suddenly yeah. from having to have all this stuff dealt with, and this is obviously this is just a theory. I'm not certain in it at all. Yeah. But like if you go from having someone who's just like, okay, you guys got a game next week. You guys practice up. We'll get you some pizzas around noon. You know, don't worry about it. Um, to like, okay, you guys need to work out the rent and the water bill and the electrical bill. And you need to work out tickets. And you need to work out your hotel rooms. And you need to go I'll talk to out. the embassy so you can work out your passports. And it's just like, fu- I, can't, I can't fucking take this. I would go crazy. Yeah, but wouldn't you just want another organization? Yeah, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we don't really yeah. know. I don't. We don't know enough. There's just we don't not know enough information. Anything. Yeah, but that's what it comes down to. But we can talk about other esports shit. Yeah, I mean, my last thought on Kiev. I know it sounds like you didn't watch much live. I didn't really watch much live either. But Slacks, his content was pretty on point this major, and they apparently yeah. did not take a single break. Like it. it I know it's just it's you know Slack's content or whatever. It's not like it was some amazing expose, but they didn't I mean, have listen, any breaks. When when at that at that at that summit, he raced in dressed up like Disruptor, and shouted from Upland Druidite Ride and grabbed a laptop and ran away. I was enchanted. What? It captured my heart. Cat, you were enchanted. Yeah, I I mean I love Slacks. I know some people don't, but. Like I feel like he's very hit and miss, but I feel like no matter what, it's it, better than 
losing momentum by just like cutting to this CGI graphic that PGL made for 15 minutes between games, right? Or between series. Agree? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, so. if you I just cut know, sometimes... to, like, you have a sports game or whatever. I don't know. Sometimes, I don't know sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they should just run more ads. Um, but, you know, what can you do? I don't know. It's nice to, like, it makes... I watched some of the stuff, and it made you, like, feel like you were part of the thing more. That, like, you got more invested in the teams, the players, where they were, the stories, or etc. Do you see... I sure, mean, you sure. saw the player profiles, right? Some of those? Yes, those were excellent. Those, those were, were wonderful. I mean, uh, that was, was really all fantastic produced to by see the PGL on. and stuff, but... It was amazing to see the one on, on black, because, yeah. you know, that was... That's what everyone's been talking about. Where he's like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, oh. I have this horrible terminal illness, and I got lucky, and I haven't died. Thanks, Bone Marrow. Hey, man, high five. Me too. What's <laughs> yeah. up? Um, he's like, oh, yeah, I didn't tell anybody in my family. Surprise. Yeah. Yeah. So that was great. Um, I, I, like, I think PGL are definitely, you know, they're taking things in stride. There was only one real production, like, mishap that people don't like this mm-hmm. major. So... Yeah, I think I think they've been pretty fantastic. Yeah, um, definitely adapting and just well. imp- improving their game as they go along. But yeah. also, even from the start, they've been pretty pretty super. Very open and open to change. So, on previous episode, we talked a little bit about the uh, manager of Immortals, and we talked uh, and we made a lot of of. Well, okay, I say we. Let's be fair. It was uh, yeah. made a lot of claims about investors and their interest in getting into Dota and esports in general. That's true. Right? And you were talking about, like, organizations formed by, like, investors versus, like, Team NP, who was formed by the players, basically. Right? Right, right. And I kind of took the devil's advocate stance. Not even. I just, I took the, hmm, the, almost the pro-investor stance is how I looked back on it, I guess. Maybe. Not really. Well, but. <laughs> in any case, As we, we talked a bit about that, and then uh, it seems like we're not the only ones who had that on our minds. Yeah, and um, this time, I think I'm more the anti-establishment like or like anti-investor stance on this one. Well, let's let's set it up. Yeah. Um, so there was a uh, Glixel article called... Um, oh, don't don't the, read the it. Title, don't the title. read it. Don't, don't say the title. It's so bad. Nico. I read this entire article. It is so bad. Do not go look for this article. As esports explodes, will Valve's Dota 2 be left for dead? Um, this article, this article is by uh, Will Parton. Um, Don't look it's, for it. It's, there's some... There, I would actually say look for it. Um, oh, really? There's some okay. interesting stuff. There's some interesting stuff in there about the story of the, like, the owner and founder of T- Cloud9. And some of the stuff he's been through, there's been like the literal yeah. facts in that article are interesting. The part where the writer then tries to determine things based on those facts is he not says a lot great. of non facts, Un- completely unsighted. You can't tell what is a fact and what is not unless you like have prior knowledge. That's true. He cites That's true. nothing basically. I read through the whole, like almost the whole thing to the end. And like I, I mean, did, it's an article, I, not a scholar. I know you're in college. It's an article, not a scholarly paper. He doesn't have. His but if fucking... you have facts, you have to cite them. Like so, this came across my radar because of the response article on I think it's Vice. Uh, Dota Two owes its success to fans, not investors and owners, and that's okay. 
And I want to point out that article is written by Rob Zachney, who is the former co-host of Esports Today, that Dota, that Esports podcast I talked about the other time. Wow, I didn't know that. He's great. Look at that. He's great. He is great. I agree, based on this one article I've read. It's kind, he kind of like made this as a response to the other one, and sure, like there's a few problems with this article too, but like you have to cite sources. You can't just say, "Oh, Dota 2's player base has fallen 20 percent since 2014." Like, how the hell do you know? <laughs> say, like, according to Steam or whatever, because what sure. Rob That's does, true. it's Rob, right? Did I not yes. just forget? Okay, in it's Rob, his yeah. article, is he actually like you know hyperlinks things and explains and gives links to context which is great for someone like me who hasn't really followed this much like i you know we were talking last time i certainly have an opinion on it but like i didn't know a lot so i was able to do actual research and like get a little read up and i did read you know the glixel article and i learned about how cloud nine like formed and their history and stuff which i didn't know about and i just knew that they weren't currently a team and had been reformed multiple times and I know that they Actually, have a... they are currently a team. They are? I thought they were yeah. Bears. They were. But now Bears just disbanded, right? Right, because they're now Cloud9. <laughs> I thought Bears have... Okay. Unless this wiki... Unless this article hasn't been up... I think, I think there was a new Bears that then disbanded. The old mm, Bears became According Cloud to the Glixel article, the, the current team purchased or like owned whatever affiliated by with cloud nine who were bears they haven't qualified for anything major basically and so it's not looking good looking at this roster that sounds about right who knows i've never heard of any of these people wait is that i might have heard of one of them um so yeah so starting off with the the original the glixel thing it, it talked about how so we're going to start talking about League of Legends. They have the LCS, the League Championship Series, whatever, which we've talked about in the past. And it's more of like a traditional sports thing, right? Where there's a bunch of teams per season and they play regular matches. I think they're up to like best of twos now, sometimes the best of threes. And there's a point system. And based on that point system, there's playoffs and then, you know, championships of those playoffs, right? And we've talked about how Dota is not like that. And, you know, there's pros and cons. And then also apparently Blizzard or Activision Blizzard, whatever they are now, is starting some huge franchised thing for Overwatch called the Overwatch oh, League. Yeah. You're not aware of this? Yeah. I've got bits and pieces, but I don't really follow what Blizzard does a lot, even though I play Overwatch occasionally. But apparently, I think League of Legends is almost trying to do this. They've started talking about franchising the LCS, but... Overwatch is apparently doing city-based franchising, which is literally traditional sports franchising, right? We've got, like, mm-hmm. Baltimore Ravens, whatever. And there's, like, the original article cites a estimate by someone, I can't remember, some firm, who estimated, like, oh, maybe the net worth of, or the best possible case for the net worth of uh, the Overwatch League is, like, $500 million or something, and it gives yeah, all which this is a delusional estimate, <laughs> like but it these two articles i'm i i was really happy that like i found these cuz it's something i've been feeling for a while like not expressing rob says that like there's a significant possibility and this is one of my major issues with riot and league in general that like the there's 
a significant possibility that there is a huge esports bubble, right? That's what it comes down to. Sure. Yeah. And that's like my main issue with a league system for like an esport or specifically the way like Riot handles things and the way that like the Glixel article and like the Immortals CEO was talking about about how like the real value is like, oh, you have to you know, do things for advertisers, do content, do interviews, like build your brand and stuff. And the Glixel article was talking about how, oh, Dota is like this really bad scene because teams will just come and go like as they please. And there's no like brand that they're following. And then the Vice article is like, yeah, Rob's like, that's the whole freaking point. Like Dota, and the way I'm going to summarize it, Dota 2 is like real current market value stable market value right like sure you know, like you know we may have player base fluctuations unless nobody starts playing dota there's still going to be huge prize pools for the international probably right like it's sure however many years now they've had it crowdfunded and we keep growing i mean you know we're going to have a plateau probably this year maybe next year depends how they you know both you know whatever margins valve decides to take for appearances that might take less in order to like keep the prize pool going up or something like that. But there's the most, I'm trying not to say real money, but like there's the most real money in Dota, right? Cause it's basically one of the longest and most like proven or like tenured esports. Cause it's been well, around for a while also, in different forms. Go ahead. For all my problems with the way I have problems with the way Valve has done things, but their system is really sustainable in the way yeah. that League of Legends is not. Like, like the first you, article talks if, about, like, oh, and it's it's a common thing with Valve. Like, you either villainize them because, like, oh, they don't pay attention to this. Like, you'll hear that phrase a lot. They don't pay attention. They don't care. You'll hear that on Reddit a lot. And then what I, like, I think my counterpoint to you last episode was, like, yeah, but, like, Valve is tiny compared to, like, even Riot, like, who has over a 1,000 employees thousands probably and, i don't know and like let's say let's say this year the international sells the the, the compendium sells badly right mm-hmm. let's say the prize pool is half of what it was right mm-hmm. that's fine yeah <laughs> like that that's not like obviously that's not optimal but like that's not going to damage anything right no like for us, okay that's no. the price so Our the price pool will be smaller and the money to fund the tournament will still be there they aren't like it's not like as the compendium's sales go up and up, they're like, okay, then we're going to have extra tournaments. They actually have one less major this year than they had the year before. Yeah. They and, are and building the a system article that can last. made that a bad thing. They're like, oh, look at the number of tournaments. And the number of tournaments is going down. Therefore, Dota is dying. And it's the complete opposite, right? Like, right. It's you have like, higher quality and like more significant, more well-produced, more like better playing video games at the major and what and what league of legends is doing and and overwatch is they're doing classic bubble strategy and i'm okay i'm no economist right like but like it looks to me what they're doing is they're saying like we're making all this money let's spend it on like let's say let's pretend they're making okay let's imagine for a second that league of legends that riot is making the furby What they're doing is, okay, we're selling so many Furbies. Let's spend all that money on more Furby factories. What happens when the Furby demand falls off? You have to shut a fuck ton of factories and fire a fuck ton of people. Yep. And, I mean, you you have to spend money to make money, sure. 
Sure. But Valve is like the opposite of that. And they are like as a company, as like their company goal, it that's fine if they're not huge, right? And part that's of that is because like the the you know, as the title of this article, Dota two owes its success to fans, not investors and owners. And that's the thing, because yeah. <laughs> the League of Legends scene has so many investors and owners who are invested monetarily but not and, in the game. you know emotionally in profits yeah the, and the they brand. are pushing they are pushing riot constantly to do what will make the most money not what is the smartest yep they don't give a shit the most short term money falls apart too. Right. Like, they don't care if this falls apart. Like, if as long as they see it coming and can cash out, they don't care if it falls apart. And, uh, you know, obviously, I'm sure there are some that are. I'm sure there are some League of Legends team owners, some investors that are partially there for the love of the game. Yeah. Or, you know, they enjoy but the it game. Is, but... Right. But it is overwhelmingly a business for them. Yeah. And that's fine. I'm not knocking them necessarily for that. It's not what I want. But, like, you know, fucking, okay, sure. But that doesn't a healthy scene make. Yeah. It, like, these this this Vice article by Rob just perfectly summarized, like, why I'm so... It's why I, like, shit talk League of Legends, basically. Because, you know, I, I don't, like... It's like the Apple versus PC debate or whatever. If you have a preference, if you like playing League of Legends, like, it's more a more simple game, like a lower skill ceiling... Or like less complex, which is like certainly good a lower a knowledge time. base. Yeah, like there's, there's less shit to know, and like you can more easily play. You can more easily like bring your friends into whatever, and that's totally fine. Like if you prefer the game, I, like I really don't care about that. I think if you're gonna invest like this much time as so many people do in you know ARTS MOBAs or whatever, then like I think Dota is more rewarding. But and we, you know, we've talked about, and I'm sure we'll talk about, you know, hero pools and stuff like that, and free heroes versus not, and yada yada about the game. But when it comes down to it, like that's not why I don't like League. It's mostly just because of Riot and their ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like Valve, the reason I like Valve and most of the things they do, even if they're like not great things, it's a very they have their goal. And it's not unreasonable and, like, they're stable a lot of the time. Which doesn't mean they don't take risks and stuff. It's just, like, they're not trying to be huge and expand and create, like, they're trying to rival traditional sports. Honestly, I don't I don't know if I want esports to rival traditional sports, even if they could. Which I'm not totally convinced that they could nor that they should. Because I think it's, like, separate things. There's a lot of overlap, too. And, like... I don't really watch many live sports. Like occasionally I'll watch some soccer, like English football or something. But like I don't actually watch that much live sports anymore these days. I definitely watch more like esports stuff. And I don't quite know if you're ever going to like what Riot and what Blizzard and stuff basically want to do is like, oh, we'll we'll build up this league until we can franchise things and start selling meteor rights so that we can you know sell to advertisers and make our money that way which is the complete traditional sports way but it's like marketers are like oh it's this new exciting thing like oh we're gonna be just as huge as sports and we're like 
were really unconventional and mavericks and stuff like that. When in reality, no, <laughs> like you're literally just trying to be traditional sports and like have the exact same market and market goals and like method of profit as traditional sports. Mm-hmm. You're trying to be the NFL. Why? <laughs> and I do want to say like that, that estimate for the Overwatch League, I've heard it. I heard it a long time ago. I heard it when they first said it, right? Yeah. But I haven't recorded a podcast about Dota or esports where I've had a chance to say this, and I really just have to. That estimate of half a billion dollars for an Overwatch esports league is putting the cart so far ahead of the horse, it is actually like obscured by the curvature of the it's earth. Hilarious. And I want to. I I haven't read the actual thing itself. And I'm sure they probably, like like a lot of scientific things do that are then taken out of proportion or whatever, it probably says something because it says that it's, you know, the best case estimate or whatever. It was probably like an anecdote or like a side note that like, hey, technically you could have like half a billion of value here. Sure. And then, you know, media takes it out of proportion. I don't know. I haven't read it, but it is a ridiculous just... number. <laughs> That's and kind of the shooters. Point. Shooters don't do well as esports. Counter Strike no. makes makes it happen, but they're like actually the only ones who are a major esport. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Shooters know much don't about do well esports, but yeah, it's just like I don't know. I I don't know. It it seems. We'll have to see what happens with League of Legends and their franchising because I think it's only for North America scene that they're going to do that because. Franchising, like, I don't want to say isn't a thing in, like, Europe, but, like, it's so much different, right? Like, I'll take the European Football League, for example. Uh, No, it's the English Football League. You have the Premier League, right? That's the top league, and, like, you do the best there. And then technically, if you get, like, I think in the first two spots in a season, you get invited to the Champions League, which is all of Europe. And then you have a league below the Premier League that's called the Champions League. And then below that, you have League One. And then below that, League Two. And that's like the end of full-time professional soccer. If your team is in the bottom two or three or whatever, teams like by points at the end of a season, you're relegated. Like your whole team demoted. And that's basically how Dota works. Like to an extent, like if you don't do well enough... (laughs) If you don't make enough money in a year, you know, regardless of personal issues or like personal goals or whatever, where players leave teams, you're not going to be able to stay as a full-time professional Dota team. But like, on the other hand, Nick. And I mean, like, like that's a thing, right? Like that's sure. been the way it is for who knows how long in England. But like, I am a nerdy ass nerd, right? <laughs> I don't know fucking shit about sports. I have a few sports where I know enough to claim a favorite team. And then someone's like, oh, how's this person doing this year? I'm like, are they on the roster? I don't know if you're trying to trick me here. I'm actually kind of the um, same way about a lot of things. But, like, even I fucking know, like, Manchester United, right? right. Like, there are <laughs> there are football clubs that are just names and will continue to be names. And I think it's possible to do that with League of Legends. It's not like you can't build a franchise like that, yeah. even in Europe. Um but the other thing I was going to say is... It's more like making it unrelegatable. Like, where, like, you have... It's like the NFL. It's not like, oh, if the Ravens... You know, I'm from Maryland. If the Ravens do poorly this year and they don't get to the Super Bowl, 
they're no longer a team. Period. Like they're automatically kicked out of the league. That's not a thing. Whereas in esports and like a lot of stuff, that is how it is because things aren't that stable. <laughs> right, but that's what that's what franchising lends is stability. That's sort of the point. And that's, that's what part of it's it's ki- it's lending its stability, but it also is relying on stability. How much has football changed over the past twenty years? I'm sure there's rules introduced, but like, sure, yeah. How much has it changed over two decades? I was, you know, I'm probably playing the same game today if I go out and play football. Basically, I could just like go back in time twenty years and play the same game with probably like less pads or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think there's some rules about hitting quarterbacks, but you know, um, yeah. less concussions, hopefully. You know, like you're not wrong, but also like. As we say, like, League of Legends is run by investors, right? And as, as the pro scene, anyway. Yeah. Um, and so let's let's talk about investors, right? You know what? You know what doesn't make money? Relying on winning tournaments. That's yeah. not how franchising works. What makes franchisers money is team spirit and jerseys and posters and it's, it's the official beer of the <laughs> it's fucking... Ads. That is it. That is always... Yeah. Yeah, it's like Budweiser, the official team of the New York fucking Weehaws, you know, like whatever the fuck. Um, that's what makes you your money in franchising. And that means you can afford to keep people around even when they suck. Can you can you imagine a world in which you're talking to your friend who watches League of Legends, who's big into pro League of Legends, and they're like, man, I'm so excited, Right. Like, my team, I'm just going to say Cloud9 because I don't want to come up with another stupid fake fucking name. My, like, Cloud9 ate shit this season. We did so badly. We're going to get such good options in the draft. And it's like, no, I hate this. No. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this. It's just like, it, Rob's article talked a lot about, like, the major and TI and stuff. And it's just how different it is from a League of Legends, you know, for example, tournament. So I think there was something in the comments, either on like the Reddit article that I saw the article come up with, the Reddit article, Reddit thread that it came up with. Like, think about TI and the majors. Have you ever seen a Valve logo on the broadcast? On the stage? Anywhere? No, no, <laughs> it's fucking no, about Defense of the Ancients Two, a fucking video game, which is made you by. You could, Valve. you could watch those tournaments and not know who made the game. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I never thought about that. I didn't think about it either. I'm like, holy shit! And because like I used to, you know, I I am the reformed league player here. I used to like watch some LCS or like maybe some of Worlds or something, and like, oh god. Like it's constant. Right, right, right. <laughs> hires the announcers, so right, yeah. everyone's like, "Hi, I'm, I'm Riot Steve, and welcome yeah. to Riot." Riot, 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 Riot. And it's like, I mean, we can have a debate about how the presentation of you know an esports event should be too, but indubitably, like, you can't deny that Dota Two is like more, less serious, quote unquote serious in a way that I'll explain in a sec, then League of Legends or like regular sports, right? In the end, it's still like the target audience based on the broadcast's tone is like 
video game players, right? Nerds. Mm-hmm. It's not like yeah. a guy in a suit sipping a bourbon at a bar and watching the gamers. I don't know, fucking know. But like, there's there was a lot of controversy, you know, a few years ago when I was playing about like, oh no, someone said some bad curse word on a broadcast, and like, hope they're gonna get fined. They're like they're going to get kicked off and not have a job anymore or like we're going to have to censor these people and like talk about how things should be presented like and you know league goes towards why it's like oh you have to be you know they want to be us like a regular sport so they want to be like hey we're going to go down to the sports center uh and we're going to get all the stats on upcoming tsm game like, hey, thanks, Alex. Fact of blah, blah, blah. Here, let's take a look at the stats. And here we are, blah, blah, blah. I'm in a suit. I'm being fancy, but I'm like, I don't know how much. Guy. I don't know how much the mic is picking up the sound of me gradually moving away from Nick on this one. Because <laughs> I, I don't think I agree with you. I, f- I, think, I think there's a happy I think, medium. I don't think it should be like Call of Duty, like, hey, F that. Oh man, they really effed up there constantly. I think like, there's a the I think there's a concept of I think yeah, I think there's a concept of professionalism that is good and appropriate. I think we probably have the same opinion. I'm just I'm so okay. counter to League's way of doing it. Oh, here, I'll come back around real quick. League is okay. like the guy who's pretending to like you have three people at a job interview. One guy is in like a job interview for like being a butler. I don't know. One guy like comes in in a tux. Yes, interview for being a butler. One guy comes in in a tux, like his hair is all slicked back, and he like he's very measured tone, speaking in a level, clear tone of voice. And then he goes and he does his interview, and he is asked questions like, "What is your your greatest or your most significant weakness, or something like that?" Well. I just care too much. And so sometimes it is, you know, bad because I just care too much about my job. It's like, okay, thank you very much. That is League of Legends. The the second guy comes in, okay? He's wearing his hat backwards. His pants are at his ankles. And he's got mustard on his shirt. I don't know. He was eating a hot dog or something. What is your biggest weakness? Fuck a DE dust. God damn. I fucking hate that shit. You fucking quarters. You can't get a clear line of shot. The doors. You can shoot through those doors. That's a bunch of bullshit. You shouldn't even be able to fucking do that. Oh, um, uh, okay. Uh, thank you very much. Can I have the job now? Are we fucking I, done uh, here? We're making a decision this week. Uh, we will call and let you know. Okay, you know what? You know so what? It's cool. I'll, I'll just I'll just wait out here. You can uh, call I, me in a minute. I know oh, you got to oh, wait till I leave um, the room. It's cool. I'll just wait out here. Okay. <laughs> This is the Call of Duty candidate. In walks the ideal Dota candidate that I, well, the ideal candidate that I think is how we should present esports. It's a guy, he's wearing a polo untucked. He's wearing jeans and like some nice shoes with like dress socks. Is it Nathan Drake? Has he got like the quarter tuck going on? Uh, Sure. Absolutely. The quarter tuck. And then he comes in and he's like, so what's your greatest weakness? It's like, "Ah, you know. Sometimes like alcohol. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. Shut up, Colin. It's like you know. Sometimes like oh, I don't know. My organization isn't the best. But, you know, I've been working on that, and like I've I've started using this thing, and like helped me keep track of stuff, and blah blah blah. That's like what I want my ideal Dota broadcast to be. It's not pretending to be fancy. Oh, we're establishment. We're important. 
because we're gonna act professional. I think like, listen, I'm like, I'm finishing up an engineering degree. I've seen a lot of people with, you know, who aren't naturally social and stuff, try to like pretend to be super smart, like super perfect people. And in the end, I don't think that's like good. I think you should be like a person. I want to see, you know, Red Eye. I want to see Slacks. I want to see Purge and Shiver. Like, be natural, right? Like, because more sure. than anything, being profession, naturally professional. Na- oh God, <laughs> naturally professional is the best. Like, because you're not bullshitting anybody, but you're not like being disrespectful or like childish, right? You're yeah. having a good time as an adult or like just you don't even have to be an adult to enjoy it just like as a serious person who's not putting on airs or pretending to be something even if like you know they're pretending constantly and so they become that like like league does you should be i don't know you should be natural and i think part of the problem right like i don't like if you are the sort of person who, like, I mean, to, to continue with the analogy, if you're the sort of person who likes putting on a real fancy suit and who likes trying to talk fancy, I don't have a problem with that, right? That's capitalist. The problem, <laughs> the problem, oh. the problem with the way League of Legends does it sometimes. I haven't watched a ton of stuff, and some of the t- some of the time I've had a problem, and some of the time I've not. But the problem that can arise is when you're presenting it in such a way that is not just like, look at how nice this is. There's a further step, which is like, so you should really be taking this more seriously, young man. What are you doing with your life, young man? This is serious business over here. Yeah. You think I'll let you into the club looking like that? My word, young man. My heaven. You're watching League of Legends. (laughs) That is not exactly a legendary outfit. Do you understand how great this game is, and therefore how great I am for presenting it to you? Would you it's like to a borrow a tuxedo from the house, manner. good sir? Only we, of course, house. have some for club members. You are a club member, of course. Aren't you? You are not? Oh, no, please. I don't want to have to call security. See yourself out. Like, I mean, you know, obviously, I got theatric for the sake of comedy there. But, like, yeah. there is kind of a condescending tone to it sometimes. Yeah, it's like being condes... Or not even con... Hmm. It is condescending. I don't know. It I don't is. know. We've probably like gotten far off reach, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, you may have no idea what the fuck we've talked about for the past 20 minutes. But like, hey, occasionally we curse on this podcast, but we're not like a Call of Duty cast. We're like... Well, and I don't think we're ready. Uh, like, I don't think we would be like this if we were like commentating, like if, if for some fucking reason they picked us to TI commentate 7. at a Dota major, we would tone it down. What, I would, what do you mean? I guess I can't speak for Nick. I mean, like, I would not swear as much. I mean, um, and I would uh-huh. probably I try to be a little more just to find him. You don't not very often. I don't know. We've we've had a pretty equal share of talking this episode, though. So I've been doing more you talking than normal. I don't know. Don't remember the last episode where I used the word "fuck" like ten times <laughs> in like that was, fifteen that was seconds. For a fact. <laughs> it was, if but I couldn't have an effect on it. I don't know. I think. I think. I think. Like we would. We would. You I, say right like, now. Holy I am fucking shit! Here. Echo slam. Six million dollars. It's a disaster. Holy shit! That's fine. Like I don't know. That's what you it's, say. It's fine. I would. Well, I, I would. I would personally like. There's okay, a way. Here's the comparison. To be being right trashy. now. Right now, I am sitting here wearing blue jeans Ooh, and wearing, a Colin? black shirt 
that has the What's like Nintendo it? Family What's Tree of consoles on it. Ooh. It's like it's like an NES, and then it branches down. Here's the Super Nintendo. Here's the Game Boy. What kind of socks are you wearing, Colin? <laughs> but the point is, if this is a metaphor for how I'm acting right now, if I was at TI, I would be wearing a polo shirt and a pair of slacks. Yeah, it wouldn't be super tuxedo time, but I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna button up my act a little bit. Yeah, and that's and like I think you that's can have you know personality to that too, right? Yeah, like totally, and it depends on that, but. There, I mean, there's a way to be polo like, shirt? excited and vulgar too, without being trashy. Sure, my go-to polo shirt. You know those. You know those ones that have like the little gator, like little gator oh, yeah. on the upper. Yep. I have that. Only it's Trogdor from Strongbad. Wow. That's pretty good. Um, that's 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 my style. Um, my style. Yeah. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about why we why I like the way Dota is currently presented. Basically, I think they're getting they're pretty much nailing it soon. Like except for uh, except for maybe um, hmm. no there's there's uh, there's an Australian boy that's working for you guys uh, that you should uh, probably fire. Oh, I don't know about this. No, no, you haven't heard him. Maybe don't think so. Hmm. Okay. Uh, He go. It's it's it sounds like okay. Let's let's play a fun. Sounds like I'm doing the thing over my ear. Sounds like. Obi-Wan. You don't like Toby-Wan? Toby-Wan is like, okay, here's here's my beef hour with Toby-Wan, right? And not, not like he's in my corner, not beef hour with Toby-Wan. Here's my beef hour where I beef about Toby-Wan. Toby did not play Dota 1, and yet he constantly refers to heroes by their Dota 1 names, confusing people who didn't play Dota 1 and don't know the Dota 1 names just to try and score geek points with his fellow commentators. Toby Wan makes stupidly overdramatic comments that have nothing to do with what's happening, like he's fucking quoting Shakespeare for no goddamn reason. Toby Wan does not pay very good attention. Toby Wan's kind of annoying. He's okay. He's fine. I will accept him. But I would, you know, it would make things better as if he wasn't. If as if he wasn't. Okay, I d- I don't I don't have any beef with Toby One. Don't no fucking say Tuscar. You didn't play Dota One. You fucking fraud. Oh man, I don't. I I've never played Dota One. Have you ever played Dota One? No, I haven't. So Do I don't say Tuscar. Say I say Tuscar. Tusk. We can't say Traxix. Can't say Furion Bara. I think if you're fucking pot, if you're like if you are if your job is to be a guide and an interpreter for the listener intentionally using the wrong name is a bad job. It's not just job. Toby one who does that. No, but it's people who did it in Dota 1 and are doing it out of force of habit. He's not in, he it. built they're, that habit on purpose. They could e- they're, they're paid professionals. They could easily change the name if their right. goal if you was wanna, to if, change the, you know, to actually refer to and, them by their Dota And I wish, I wish they did, but there is a difference between Accidentally falling back on an old habit and intentionally building I don't, I don't a think habit. It's an accident. I think they purposely don't care to change the name. They purposely think it's fine to say both names. Maybe this is a topic well. We can't for prove day. it either way. Yeah, we can't prove eh, it either way. I think enough people do it, and there are like enough paid professional people doing it who are like they they could easily just not say wisp. Sure, right? maybe like maybe they don't know. Like maybe they don't. Think of it as a problem just because of force. This is, this is a topic for another. This is the you know, this is a topic for another day. 
I want to thank everyone for listening to Bottle Crow Reborn, episode 49. We are on iTunes, we are on Google Play, we are on Stitcher. If you want to give us ratings or reviews there, we would greatly appreciate it. If you want to send us an email or some other form of comment or question, you can send those by email to bottlecrowpodcast at gmail.com, or you could send them to at bottlecrow... Hmm. Wait a minute. Hmm. Wait a minute. Let me check. I'm not editing this out. No. This is all good. This is me pulling up. Here I go. I can't remember. Go ahead, Con. Yeah, it is. Okay, it's BottleCrowReborn at gmail.com. I was like, wait a minute. That doesn't sound right. Here we go. Um, That's our email. Um, If you want to contact us on Twitter, that's at BottleCrow, or you can contact me directly at 6264, S-I-X-T-W-O-S-I-X-F-O-U-R. I want to give a big thank you to Reddit user Pomodi for use of his Harmonies of New Bloom music pack, which is our intro and outro music on this show. You can find that in-game in Dota 2 and purchase it for your own use. Wow. If you like my work, you can go to scanlinemedia.com, where I and a friend of mine, and also occasionally some guests, post articles and other podcasts about video games, criticism, and journalism. And if you like that work and you want to support it, you can go to patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. Any money you contribute there is used for new hardware or new software or, you know, site hosting fees or something. None of it goes to our pockets. Um, I will be starting a new podcast pretty soon, and that's exciting. I want to thank Nick for being co-host who hasn't abandoned me yet. You've been around for a while. This is great. I want to thank Colin for being host. Hey. To a new alien species. We'll have to talk about it off mic. Also a killer case of crabs. Thanks, folks. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Adios.